Welcome to the More Than More podcast, where we discuss building meaningful, impactful businesses, careers, and lives through real estate. Okay, we got something fun today. Uh, I've already got people laughing here in the room. Um, whole new crew sitting in the More Than More podcast studio, and so I'll let them introduce themselves. But we're gonna we're gonna be having a conversation about what it's like to be new in real estate and a little on the younger side. Um, so I got I got Jay, yes, Cole, and Samantha here with me, and I'll let you guys introduce yourselves a little bit. And uh, I think it's gonna be a fun topic. So I don't know where to start, but how about we do this? So real quick, like maybe a couple minutes background, name and age. Are we doing age? Is that okay? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay, we're fine with that. Yep. Um, previous life. Now, normally previous life means I was a banker at Wells Fargo, but for some of you, it means like I graduated or something like that, right? So previous life, what were you doing before real estate? And then how long have you actually been with, with us? So we get on that name, age, yeah. um, previous life, and here. Ladies first. You can see this in front of you so you don't, you don't forget. So Samantha, you're up. Okay, well, I'm Samantha Bernard. I'm from Ames, and I'm 19, but I joined when I was 18. Um, I went you to mean Ames. You just turned 19. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, Happy birthday. Happy late birthday. Thank you, guys. Thank you. <laughs> um, let's see. I'm at Iowa State right now. Um, I graduated from Ames High, and I'm studying event management. So I'm going to be a sophomore. And why event management? Like, what drew you there? I don't know. If I'm going to be honest, I started um, pre-business, and so I did that my freshman year, but now I'm trying to figure out what's best for me. I don't love college. In fact, I don't like it. Um, I know that real estate's for me. I, I knew that, like, before I even started. Um, so, yeah, I'm just going to see how it goes, continue at Iowa State. Um, so your your pre, your previous life is still your present life. Yeah, that's <coughs> the problem. <laughs> <laughs> so wrapping up college, event management, which which by the way, like what does that even mean? Like weddings, like I love to host. Like I love to have my friends over and cook for them and all that type of stuff. I love to set stuff up. So. And you had your license for how long now? Uh, five months. And so you're gonna host a party after this for? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Dope. No yeah. Yep. Uh, that's I'll that's my nightmare, by the way. Hosting? Oh, yeah. No. I, I like to go to other people's good parties. You're doing it right now. You're but, hosting us. Well, this is different. There's no food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where is the food? There should be. There should be. You guys got a bottle of water. So. Thank you. Um, okay, that was good. You guys want to score her on that? Like six out of ten, eight out of nine? I give it a ten. It sounds ten. like you really know what you're talking about. You know, you really know yourself. I would hope she knows herself. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you get what I was trying to say. But. but it sounds like you're still trying to figure out. I mean, real estate, it sounds like you know that's a, that's been a passion for you for a while. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but trying to, you know, you, you followed the track, right? You yeah. jumped in, did the college thing. Sounds like you picked a major maybe just because, because I didn't know what to do. Yeah. yeah that was my, and I always thought I would get into real estate after college. Um, and then just seeing everyone around me, like, mm. Oh, ages, it's just a number. Like you can go in and you can be successful, uh, start now. And everyone else wishes they started sooner. So that was really my, like so go. We'll dig into kind of your your step in um, because I think you're on a team and yep. um, and yeah. so we'll dig into that more. So how about you, Cole? Yeah, my name's Cole Burge. Um, I'm 19 years old. Uh, just turned 19 about a month ago. Um, I graduated high school a year ago, same as Samantha. Um, graduated from Boone High School. Uh, I got into real estate. I knew I wanted to for a few years before I graduated. Um, before that, I thought about engineering, going to college, and then decided I just wanted to jump right in. 
Um, so far, that's been an amazing decision. So I'm very, very happy with that. How long um, has it been? Uh, I joined in February, so about six months now. Okay. Um, it's been great. So yeah. Now, I don't want to get too personal. You've got a little girl, right? I do, yes. I have a two-year-old daughter. Uh, what's her name? Loveland. I just did some Facebook scrolling. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that's got to be a fun chapter and kind of a crazy world to be in. It has been, yeah. It's been really fun to just watch her grow and make memories with her. It's been amazing. What did you say? Love, Loveland? Loveland. Like yeah. the Lovey. ski town? In, isn't there a love? No, maybe I got this wrong. I th isn't that the name of a ski town in Colorado? Not that I know of. Okay. Is, You've it, been love, is it Love Land? I don't know. Yeah, either way. So that's a cool name. It's unique. Yeah, it's very unique. Her mom came up with that. Um, okay. And, and so school, you said you graduated from Boone, right? You graduated, graduated grew from up Boone. in Boone. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Little, uh, tragic little rural <laughs> and you're, you're, town. you're commuting from that rural hick town to Ankeny every day. Right now I am. Yes. Yeah. And what's the long-term plan? You want to live there? You want to live somewhere else? Where, where, where are you going to be selling real estate here or there? Well, I would like to live in between. So like, I kind of want to move to like Huxley and then mm -hmm. be able to sell in both the Des Moines area and the Ames area. Yeah kind of a long-term goal uh no man's land both man's land yeah, yeah yeah exactly i had several years in huxley and it's it's kind of a better town these days because it has things like banks and grocery stores they didn't have those oh no oh no that was a big thing for huxley like when they got the fair i mean we talked about a fairway coming for like 15 years and it was all just pie in the sky and then one day it happened when i left after, after you left yeah. no huxley's up and coming so okay well that's cole and then uh, jay do you go by jay yeah, that's fine. Your actual name's Jatyron? No, not close. Yeah, what it, is it? What is it? It's J Tyron. J -Tyron. So there's supposed to be two Y's, but my name's spelled wrong technically. But well, you're kind of confusing because you're also called Lucky. Yes. Um, what's that all about? Yes, Lucky's uh, my nickname. Okay. Yeah, I gave it myself. So <laughs> I've never, I've <laughs> okay. never, I've never that's had. That's not any, how that works. I've never had any luck in my life. So I was like, you know, maybe if I call myself Lucky, and then every time I meet somebody new, that's my nickname. You know, not my professional name, but Lucky's my nickname. So. I like the way you think. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what am I supposed to do now? You're supposed to say who you are. Oh, okay. Uh, hello. My name is Jay. Uh, Jay Avon. I am 19 years old. One thing about me is I'm not as well polished as these two. I didn't know I was going into real estate till it happened. So I can almost guarantee that I took my test before. I finished my class before them. So when I graduated, I, I graduated like the same. It was like the same weekend dang there. But I didn't pass my test for the longest time, so it took me a while. So you tried several times. I would se saying several times be a knife. Saying several times be a knife. If you would ask me when I was like sixteen, these guys said that they was planning on going to real estate when they was young. I I didn't know. I had no idea, and then it just kind of fell into my lap. I guess. Uh, How just, did it fall into your lap? So once COVID hit, they took away our football senior season, so I wanted to go to school to play ball or something like that. I don't know. I would, I was all right, but I just, like, hang on my friends and doing things like that. So what I realized, uh, I just kind of, I was like, dang, you got to choose. What to, you got to figure it out. You know, you're a senior in high school. You know, you're not going to school. You don't want to go to college anymore. You know, that's not an option. And then I just got to thinking, like, I've never lived in a house. We've always rented or we always something rented, apartment, anything like that, duplex. It doesn't really matter. So. I just got to thinking the thought of never owning a house just made me more interested in being a homeowner than mm -hmm. how that how that whole process works and kind of just made me jump into stuff like that. And then I, I didn't think I was going to do real estate. I was trying everything about it, but I didn't think I'd become an agent at first. So 
just I think the biggest thing of maybe going to real estate is not owning a house, always renting, you know. My house got raided twice, one on my mom, one for my dad, you know. So my family was really they took a, they was on a different path and that chain of property has to end with me. So mm-hmm. my dad sold drugs. Uh, he doesn't know his dad. My mom's dad was was on drugs. So just that lifestyle that they did. I did have two hardworking parents, you know. That's just that was all they knew, you know. So I, my mom worked three jobs when we was growing up. I'm one of six, <laughs> so yeah. You're coming at this with a lot of passion, right? Yeah. I mean, that's I've I've only met you a couple of times and yeah. chatted briefly, but the first thing you, I think you walked up to me and said, "Hey, you're the Russian guy." Can uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> the guy with the Russian accent. Can yeah, we do a podcast? Not, yeah, not Russian, by the way. Right. <laughs> not Russian. I didn't even know it was Russian at the time. I didn't. I didn't know but what it was. Now I, I found out Slovakian or just Russian, something like that. So. Really? <laughs> no, I'm not Russian. No, I know that, but like your accent. I'm a South African. Yeah. Yes. I, it was Russian or Australian. I, my point two. is, he <laughs> didn't. <laughs> my point is, the guy's so passionate. He didn't care where I was from. He mm-hmm. just knew that he wanted to be sitting here with a mic. Yeah. So yeah, yeah you come at it with a lot of passion, and I think that's fun. So before this, what were you doing? Um, graduating. I yeah, I would say graduating high school, being a knucklehead, doing. Whatever kept in my way, and I did a little scrolling on YouTube. Were you the you the prom king? Yeah, uh, um, yes, man, uh, yo, wow. man, I, that Royal was uh, though. <laughs> I did win prom king. Wow, I, I actually almost didn't get the award, so we left early, and then we came back right in time to get the crown. And this I, is why you show up on time now, right? Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Jay yes. was here fifteen minutes early. I won't say who was late. Oh, cool. <coughs> <laughs> and, and how long have you been licensed? Uh. It's almost May 16th, so almost two months, maybe, something like that. I don't know. So you, that's great, guys. So, um, and you touched on it already a little bit, the next question. And so maybe you can jump yeah. in again later. But why, um, why real estate, guys? And then maybe why Century 21? And you don't have to, like, pretend because I love the logo or something. You can say because of the team <laughs> or the opportunity or whatever. But So be honest. But uh, why real estate? Why Century 21? Oh. I'll you want to go? I'll go first. Since, uh, well, I kind of already went into it. So I'm one of six. So. You started, yeah. Yeah, I am I was the baby my whole life. So I have three older sisters and I have two younger ones. So just my going around, there was never really a man at home because my dad was locked up till I was like 11 years old. Mm-hmm. Then he got out, tried to work on himself too. Then he went back to jail. So my whole life, my sisters, I'm like the real only male that they had consistently in their life. You know, they don't really talk to their dads like that. You know, it's just always been mom. And I'm the only boy, so they always, I'm the only one that's ever been around, really. So even though I'm the younger brother, they always look up to me. And just knowing that they all depend on me, even if they don't believe it or not, just keeps me pushing forward and knowing that I need to be able to put myself in a position and take care of all my sisters and my mom. And then I feel like real estate, if you work hard enough, how hard you work is how hard the payoff comes out. So I just push myself as hard as I can because I know one day I want to make them live off of me only, you know. They don't have to worry about anything because they took care of me when I was younger. Yeah, there's a pretty high ceiling yeah. <clears throat> in real estate. And you're looking around today and seeing all kinds of agents making, I yeah. don't know if you've done the math, but making really good money. Yeah, um, There's also a really, really high uh, failure rate. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those, I love, love what you said, like how, how much work you put in yeah. is what you get. And yeah. um, that's why I was attracted to it as well. And why I went to Century 21 is kind of funny. So I knew in order to be a agent that makes a lot of money. I had to be around one of the agents that make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So I went on Google and I said. Who makes the most money? Yeah, who makes the <laughs> most money? I emailed all five. No one responded. But Kyle, 
And then he met me at Chipotle. I freaking hate Chipotle, but I still ate that sandwich. You emailed directly yep. five of the top producers in Des Moines. Yep. Uh, it wasn't even Des Moines. It was just an Iowa period. That means if I got to, how far I got to go is, you know, whatever I got to do to make sure I succeed. So that's what I did. And then Kyle responded, thank <coughs> God. And um, he he's the only me. one that responded. He is the only one. So if you're listening to this, you Come guys on, suck. We gotta <laughs> <work>. <laughs> you guys suck. <laughs> you guys suck. Yeah, I didn't even have my license then either. I had failed my test mm-hmm. that same week, and then I was just like, I'm going to pass. And then, like, my whole licensing thing, I had to pass my national twice. They gave me 28 days to pass it again mm-hmm. because right. it expired. So right. so Kyle reaches out, and, and he gave you a shot. He, he gave me a shot, and I thank him for that because he paid. He knew I don't have a lot of money, you know, but he paid my DMR $1,000 fee for me, and I'm still paying him back to that today, but I love him for that. And uh, I'm glad you're paying him back. Yeah. That way it's going to be yours one yes, day, right? Yes, yes, So I he, he I won't owe him anything, but I owe everything that I'm doing to him. You know? Roger helped me pay for my licensing, yeah. and I had to pay him back right. every cent out of my first couple mm, sales. <laughs> it was hard. But I'm also to this day grateful yeah. for the opportunity. So Yeah. Cool. Um, so... So you're not here for Century 21. You're here because you wanted to be around the best. Yes. And he just happened to be at Century 21. He happened to be the one guy that responded. Yeah. And I, I <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Century 21 cool. You know, I'm, I'm hanging around people that's my age. I don't feel like, I mean, everyone treats us like we're their sons and grandkids. Do they really? So, yeah. So they treat us like family. In a good way or a bad way? Uh, no, in a, a good way. Yeah. <laughs> for me, in yeah. a good way. Okay. They, they treat us like family. Like I call her name's Lisa, but I call her Miss Lisa just because she has grandkids. It's like a respect thing, even though we're love not, it. Yeah, so. I love it. I, I wish there was more of that in our culture. <laughs> yeah. A little miss and mister. Yeah. Um, okay, that's awesome. How about uh, Who wants to go next? I'll go. Um, why, why, why real estate? Why C21? Yeah. Yeah. Real estate, I want to say I'm someone who will never wake up and work a nine to five. That's mm. not going to be me. Um, one, because I have health issues where... Um, I have chronic fatigue and chronic uh, migraines, so I just can't, like, I just can't depend on my body to do a nine to five every day. And two, because I just really want to be a mom. Like, that's, that's my calling is to have a family and raise my kids. So real estate is something that I can, um, you know, you create your own schedule. And so that was like one of the biggest things that attracted um, me to it the most. And then just growing up with my parents, like it was always HGTV and uh, million dollar listings and all that stuff. Um, So I, I'm just like, I love this. Like, I've always loved going to home shows. My mom and I would just go and look at houses for fun on the weekends. Just go to open house. I know that's weird. Probably annoying for the agents that are, like, no, trying to procure it. But, but <clears throat> we all know that that's out there. People love real estate. Yeah. 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 So, um, and college isn't my favorite thing either. So, I was like, okay, I need to get started now because it's going to take me a while. What is it about college you don't like? Um... Other than how much it costs. I feel, yeah, that, that, and I just feel, honestly, like, the classes I'm taking now have, they, they didn't have anything to do with uh, marketing. I feel like it was a, I feel like it's a waste of at least two years. I feel like the last two years you're going to start learning and, like, yes, if I make it that far, you know, well, I'll, I'll do that. But I, I feel like... To me, it's a little bit of a scam, and in certain situations, it no, depends what you want. If you want to be an engineer, like yeah, you need to go to college, and you're you're gonna learn. But like for me, I was like, I don't see any benefit from this. I feel like I'm gonna waste four years of my life. And you think there's more and more people thinking that way? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And it's the thing about society is that the if oh you don't go to college, like it's looked down. It on, used to be. Unfor- and and unfortunately, and there's there's so many careers that you can go into. Yeah. Um and 
then you can make so much more money than someone who goes to college for four years, spends 50K on college, and yeah, you could be making that. Have you watched some of the documentaries about this and the student loan crisis? And kind of, I have not. No, I haven't. I just, yeah, you shouldn't. It'll piss you off. Yeah, <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> no, I know. It's, cr- it's crazy where we're at. And uh, so I've raised my kids just so you know, for some context, so you know you're not crazy or. I've raised my kids from day one to understand college is available to them. Right. It's kids. certainly, yes, I've got kids. <laughs> i got a 16-year-old and a 14-year-old. Really? Yeah, i got kids as old as you, man. I thought you were like 32. <laughs> Thank you. Oh. I am 32. <laughs> yes. I had my kids when I was 12. Um, what? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, uh, let's move on. So, um, hey, but the headaches thing, I'm curious. I yeah. get migraines too. Is this like a every day when you say chronic? Yeah, um, I have Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome. So mm. um, it's genetic. It's just something you're born with. You don't make the gene in, in, in your body. You don't make enough collagen. So my tissues move around. And mm. I have like so much tension in the Jeez. back of here. So I get tension headaches. Mm-hmm. So some days they're worse. Some days I wake up and it's fine. And I do dry needling once a week. I have a lot of appointments mm. throughout the week. So um, I don't know what dry needling is. Okay, so they they shoot a needle into your neck. Not really okay, shoot, we, but that's what it feels I've like. I've heard all I need to hear. <laughs> <laughs> and they stimulate. But really, it's not painful. And honestly, it helps a ton. I've tried a bunch of different, you yeah. know, medications. And I've just started a new treatment. And um, so we're going to see if that works. And I'm I'm really hopeful because there's no, like, cure to EDS, Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome. So it's just something that you have to um, live with. And that's another reason I don't feel like college is for me. Mm. Um, I'd rather just be able to build my schedule and get into real estate. So, so YC21. YC21. Um, honestly, I go to Cornerstone Church in Ames, and I know a few of um, your agents here, top agents oh. out of the Ames. Yeah. yeah. Um, Katie so, and Jared. Yeah. I knew of them. I hadn't met them. And I was like, you know what? If they're... Did you approach them? Did they approach you? No, I didn't. I didn't. I, I did it all on my own. I got my license and I was like, I know people in Ames who um, they work at different ones and I'm yep. like, I'm close with them. And so my plan was to just go in and interview mm. um, three of them. And I had my first interview with Century 21 and I was like, that's it. Like, I don't need to Not go. Not with them. You actually interviewed with like Whitney or? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Yep. And then Whitney we connected and you with them. Yep. And so then that's when I met them and she's my um, success coach. Yeah, Katie. 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 Yeah, and so I was just shadowing her, following her along, yeah. and that's when that um, talk came to be of me potentially joining their team, doing yeah. some admin work, and um, yeah. So you're yeah. doing a little bit of admin work for them, and then getting ramped up into the sales side. Right. Right. Yeah. They got kids, and they're they're ready to spend a little bit more time at home, and Katie, so Katie decided to make two at one time. I so, know. I and that's yeah. cr- that's so crazy. Yeah. No, it is. I I've made one at a time, and I didn't even oh, have to twins. put them in my oven. So. <laughs> okay cole how about you yeah so I, don't, I was i don't know 16 years old for the longest time i was gonna go to iowa state be an engineer and then uh, i met a really good friend um i'll call her that um her parents <laughs> her parents are in real estate and i kind of you know hung around them enough um got to know some ins and outs of the business and thought you know do i really want to go to college for four more years or go to school for four more years and spend all this money and potentially hate my job and that's when I decided real estate could be a really good path for me um, so when I graduated um, did my classes got my license and my mom works with a friend who 
lives in the Huxley area and knew of Ethan. And I came and interviewed. He was my first interview. Um, I sat down with him and immediately knew that I wanted to join his team. Um, I got why? Um, just the the energy he was bringing. Um, it wasn't like super salesy or anything. It was you know kind of laid back, but at the same time, it's all right. Here's what we focus on. We're not focused on sales. We're focused about you know make creating relationships. Yeah. Um, going above and beyond for every client. And that's just something I thought I would fit in great with. And so I, I decided to join right after that. Love it. Um, all three of you have joined teams. <clears throat> all three of you are 19. And all three of you are not that into college. So it's a... Go I got a question for the both of you. Yeah. So <laughs> do you think the reason that you don't like college, because you said you do a chronic migraine, do you think that affects you being in the classroom? And for you... Uh, do you think the reason that you decided to not go to college, you may say because you don't want to be an engineer, but because your daughter, you want to be more in tune with your daughter. So you try to stay home and do something that be around her. I think, I think that might be part of it. I think before I had my daughter, I was already leaning towards that path. Um, but yeah, I can definitely see that as part of the reason why and wanting to, wanting to, Spend more time with her. Lack flexibility. Yeah. Control yeah. your schedule. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For me, yeah. My health is, it's it's something that comes and goes in waves and you don't know if one day you're going to wake up and you can't do something. So yeah, I did. I missed a lot of classes and I'm a little stubborn, so I don't want to email my professors and be like, oh, I wasn't able to make it to class today. Like, <coughs> you know, I, I don't want my health to affect me in that way. So I think, I think that's one of the reasons I didn't love my freshman year is just because other things you're the strongest person in the room to be able to deal with that and become an agent that's i applaud you for that because I, I don't think i could do that myself <laughs> i'm looking forward to the jay show yeah you can have, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have your own podcast there's, there's no yeah. question in my mind <laughs> so what i love about where you guys are at is um something we've talked about a lot over the years is the this apprenticeship word um uh, mentorship is another version of it, but apprenticeship is different, right? Like a mentor is someone that kind of sh helps you, shows you the way, holds your hand. And apprenticeship is where you learn a trade. Like, and like you were talking about, Samantha, um, there's lots of great careers in the world that are more trade oriented. And the best way to learn a trade um, is to go work under a master trades person. Right. And real estate is that, right? Like there's a class you can take, but it doesn't teach you anything. Right. Yeah. Um, the way you learn this business is by learning from the best, of course. And anyone that has that opportunity to learn from somebody else that's doing it right, uh, well, you're kind of a fool if you don't take that opportunity. So all of you have intentionally positioned yourself to learn from others, and I think that's super powerful. And we, as a company, have worked to create structures to allow for that because we actually think that's the best way for people to come in and, and figure out this trade. Yeah, shout out to Teske because uh, she be on me. She on me all the time, <laughs> making sure I'm making sure I'm doing something. Yeah. So, real. Uh, let's jump to kind of where you're at. So, um, have any of you put sales under your belt yet? You oh. got you got two, Cole. I've got two. I closed my first one last Friday, and I've got another one pending right now. Awesome. How does that feel? It feels great. Yeah. It feels great to be doing business already. I don't okay. think a lot of people can say they're doing business at the age of nineteen. In, in real estate, that is. Okay, so good progress. And you raised your you raised your fist, actually. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I closed on my first home in like a week and a half. 
So, awesome. Yeah, I'm really excited and really thankful for the opportunities that um, Katie and Jared have allowed me to have. So You're looking forward to that paycheck? That too. Got some bills to pay? Yeah, I do. I do have some people <laughs> to pay back, actually. How about you? No. What's uh, How's your funnel? How's your pipeline? I don't know. You got stuff you're working on? Yeah, I'm, I'm just doing everything I can. Uh, so I think I have potential of doing a few of them. I'm working on it, but... It takes I'm, time. I'm surrounded by people that are doing better than me, so that just I'm really jealous. So like just <laughs> no. that doing better than me just it's a good thing. One though. thing I'll say though is that like you have some of the top agents that maybe didn't have their sale for like a year and then there's other ones that come in and they just get a random lead yeah. in the first week. Is that that was me? Like yeah. I just got a random lead um <clears throat> from Katie, this guy that was out of town. I went through everything, we made a few offers, rejected, he decided to rent and right, and I that had mm-hmm. nothing to do. That would have been my first week of real estate. Yeah. And then some people, it'll, it'll take a year. Yeah. So it really doesn't, it's, really it's not, yeah, it's it's not you. It's you're just, just the opportunities that arise. Well, it could be him. but That, that is <laughs> true. We, uh, we that is that true yet. because you do get, yeah, But your point's, your point's right. And and I've seen people come in, and we've been doing this now 20-something years. I've seen people come in and right away off the bat, they knock off two or three sales super quick. And that's about the lost sales they do. And so some people are just lucky uh, up front. Yeah, I am. Well, Maybe you aren't. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've but also been in six months, five months, two months. Two so months. it's yes. I didn't get that until yeah. this last month, and same with him. So yeah, and you're such a you're so nice. You're you're like trying to encourage him. I love it. No, because <clears throat> I was in the same boat yeah. as him. Yeah. You know, I'm looking around at other people are making sales, and but uh, well, what I want you to hear is um, sometimes getting lucky too early. Yep, is actually counterproductive, right? Because it distracts you from doing the work that needs to be done. Right. And so, you know, if immediately you get a couple of sales, the first thing that happens, you get distracted, you start focusing on the pending side of this and you're like feeling good about yourself. What you need to do is what we've trained you to do. Focus on the lead generation, focus on the five spokes, focus on the fundamentals, learn the business. And if it takes six to 12 months to get those first sales going, but you build the structure correctly, you're actually going to win long-term better than if you get lucky early sometimes. So yeah, you're right. 100%. And I, I definitely found myself in that position after my first pending. I found myself in a position distracted. where... Distracted? Yeah, just distracted by it. And um, Ethan does one-on-ones every week with our team. And I kind of talked to him about that. And he helped me get, guide me back on the right track. And that was super helpful to have him right there as well. That's yeah. another benefit of me on all of us being on a team. I know mm. you know, we have those top producers behind us and to look, look at uh, what they're doing. Okay, so you guys... Um, you're at slightly different phases, but all of you moving forward and you're a little behind in terms of your time. You're only two months in and really expecting a sale two months in is probably a bad idea. Like we tell everyone what, like six months before you should right. expect anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. They, you guys tell us that, but I'm not ordinary. So you could tell everybody, <laughs> six months, but I'm gonna do it in three. Um, uh, go get them. Uh, Go, yeah, go do what you can. But don't, um, you know, one of the things we teach is focus on the activities, not the results. Yeah. So, so long as you keep your eyes on the inputs, you're going to get the results long term. One of the biggest dangers you can have is to be so obsessed about getting that sale. Stop thinking about the sale. Focus on the things you need to do that produce appointments, that produce opportunities, that produce sales. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem with early sales is you start thinking about the sale. And so I think you, um, if you get it in three months, good for you. But I'm more interested that you build a lead generation system, that you prospect, that you learn how to stay uh, connected with people, learn the scripts, learn the trade. 
and then you can spit out the uh, results later. So when you first started, what were the things that you were doing to get your first sale? Because it may have been like 25 years ago, but I mean, before we was born, let's say that, well, we still might be able to incorporate some of those things that you did in the... It's an interesting thing to be this old. <laughs> Back in uh, predated times, you know, dinosaur H- times. Ancient. Yeah, there you go. That's the yeah, one. We didn't have the language that we have today for five spokes. We didn't understand archetypes the way we understand that today. And we didn't talk about our sales funnel the way we talk about it today. But fundamentally, I did the same thing we're teaching you to do, which is to build a forecast sheet, a list of your prospects, to weekly or daily be looking at that, always be figuring out how to have leads. So we call it five spokes today, right? Which is a diversified, intentional game plan to get opportunities. Um, I didn't have that word, but what I did was that. And for me, it was largely calling for sale by owners. It was open houses and it was some working my database. But back then we didn't have Buffini and some of the coaching that you guys have that's really helped us think about our database differently and better. So look, you have a much better track, rec, uh, you have a better opportunity in terms of education and context and systems and tools than I ever had. Um, I There was some grit, right? There was some tenacity and I had to go do it. Um, but it's not different. It's just a, it's a slightly different market. I didn't have dot loop, like I said. I didn't have some of the, uh, what you have is efficiencies and much better training. What's not different is we've got to have the same like willingness to hear no. We've got to get knocked off a horse several times and get back on. You got to recognize, and I mean this lovingly, you don't deserve to get all these high end clients working with you. You haven't earned your stripes yet. You, you, you got to these guys making the money that they're making. They've they've gone through thick and thin and hell and high water, hell or high water to um, to earn the position to have that level of trust. And they're really experts. They really know the ins and outs of the transaction. They've navigated dragons and typhoons and floods and everything in between. Um, so some of this is just time, right? But we've given you, the answer to your question is, folk, know who you are. That's archetypes. Go play in a space that works for you. So if you're a prospector, make sure you're doing prospecting stuff. If you're a networker, make sure you work in your database. But at the end of the day, build your five spokes. One of those for you is leads through your teams and stuff like that. But you may, make sure you're working on the other ones too. Um, and then, then absolutely passionately with incredible intentionality, care for every one of your clients like they were the only one you're ever going to have. Right. And make the goal not to sell them a house. Make the goal to win them as an advocate. And if you can start to win people as advocates, you'll start to build... Uh, a fan club, a raving fan club that sends you business. And if you do that, you'll win. But it's going to take time, Jay. So um, what I'm curious about then, um, you've all got your foot in, you're starting to paddle, you're making some progress. Um, is there anything totally different than what you imagined? Oh. Okay. Go ahead, guys. Go ahead, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Um, For me... I don't know if I would say different, but just the factor of my age, I thought people were going to be a little standoffish. And I have, I have met like 50% of people will be, and they're like, oh, why would I ever trust an 18 year old? To they help, didn't say that though, me? right? You just sensed that? No. So no, people have said that to me. Like, why would I trust okay. an 18 year old to help me make the biggest purchase of my life? And you're like, like I'm 19. Yeah. 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 <laughs> come on. <laughs> come on now. No, the, the, 
that that's one of the biggest issues but no everyone at the office has been just so like so lovely like just and so caring in every way i we got good people we do we do and i'm really thankful for that but yeah i i have had a showing and someone has asked me like oh how many of these have you done and i was like so that that was surprising to you or it wasn't i mean you sound sound like you were expecting that I was expecting that, um, but, but then the us. other 50% is like, yeah, like I wish I would have yeah. gotten into it younger. Like you're doing this right. Yeah. yeah, go for it. You know, so I've, yeah. I would say something, I expected it to an extent, but how many questions people are going to ask you and how much you really need to know Yeah. and how many times you're going to tell somebody, well, I don't know the answer, but I can get it for you. Oh, I love that. That's, that's the number one script you need to learn when you're new in the business, right? I yeah. say that a lot. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I say I say it all the time. It's, I mean, I have. And then what's important? Following up. Yes. Get them the answer, and then it doesn't matter what age you are, because you're a resource, and you're you're getting them the answers, and you're honest, and you're not pretending, right? So right. I love that. So you're surprised by how much of that there is to learn. Yeah. Just I mean, kind of like you said, like there's classes, but they're not going to teach you the business. Because this is a trade this is and a you trade. have to learn from tradespeople. Um, yeah, it's a lot. And, at the, you know, I love meeting with people when they're getting into the business after they've taken all their courses, because when you meet with them before, they assume that they're going to learn everything through the courses. <laughs> yep. When you meet with them after the courses, they realize they're not in no squat. No. Yeah. Even though they've got their license technically. And uh, that's a healthy humility. How about you? Anything surprising? Um. I don't know. Uh, I, I can't. You don't have to have an answer. Like if you, I, I knew it all. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say I was surprised by anything in particular because I expected it to be hard, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's what, that's my mind, and my mindset was going into, it's going to be new. You know, the only thing you ever did was work 20 hours at come and go for a few, a few days out of a week. So I knew it was going to be hard and, uh, yeah, probably what you said. People ask a lot of questions like that I that I don't know the answer to. I don't I've never had a house, you know. So I don't know where the furnace is. So I had to learn where that is, you know, and um like a yeah. egress window and stuff like that, you know, uh, just little things like that that you're expected <coughs> to know. When I started, I was not much older than you guys. I was in my early 20s, 21, 22. Um and I came from South Africa where all houses were built like the third little piggy. They were all built with bricks. Did you blow, they blow the house down? Not there. <laughs> <laughs> but when I came here and I saw all these things being built out of wood, it freaked me out because I, I couldn't believe that there were such flimsy houses in the number mm-hmm. one country in the world. And so getting into real estate, like you said, you had to know where the, what, where the furnace was, right? Like we, we didn't have basements where I came from. We didn't have furnaces. We, like I didn't have heat in my house when I was growing up. So you have to kind of figure out not just how to deal with people and the sales and the purchase agreement, but even the anatomy of a freaking house was an obstacle. But I love what you said about hard. You knew it was going to be hard. It made me think of, um, I like to climb mountains. I'm a big out, outdoor guy. My family is. We love to, well, we love the most remote possible places we can find. So the top of a mountain, but the best views and the most remote places come with the hardest climb. And so that's real estate. Like w- when you're at the top of this and you've earned your, your position in this place and people are just showing up wanting to buy and sell houses from you, um, it's a pretty cool view. Um, it's a heck of a climb. So it is hard, but that's what makes getting there so sweet. How's that? 
That's dope. Uh, I can ask a lot of questions too, so make sure you keep on schedule. <laughs> uh, for you two, there's I, I got Samantha here, like yeah. pointing fingers at him. Trying to keep <laughs> no, him in no, so no. you said there's how many agents in the, like 2000 or something, right? In the Des Moines MLS, there's 2,600. Right. So there's probably a lot more uh, statewide. So what characteristics do you guys think? Say if there's a first time buyer, somebody just listening, what characteristics do you guys think make you stand out from the crowd? I use, I, I'll be honest. I use Ethan. Yeah. Team. I, I, yeah. I say, you know, our team has done this in the past two years. I, I have that behind me. And, I, you know, they don't have to know when I became a realtor. Right. Um, I mean, maybe they can figure that out based on my <laughs> age. Well, they can figure out that you're young. They know that you're new. But when you respond that way, they go, okay, but there's a support structure to this guy. Right. I have, I have support. I have people I can go back to right. with anything I need. Yeah. I have a whole office that's a phone call away. That's good stuff. And that's what yeah, I tell that's, people. That's one of the things I say, but also that like I'm going to continue to show up for them. I have a lot of time on my hands, and so I can do all these little extra things that someone that's a top producer, like they're doing good work, and you know, but they just don't have the time to make those extra phone calls maybe, or just show up and like drive an hour to show <laughs> them a house on a Wednesday night, you know, and so for me, for a first time home buyer, that's yeah. that. That's yeah, they, they sell a lot more houses than me, but I'm hungry, ambitious, and available. Right. Right. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. um, those are those are both great responses. I do want to say, Cole, that response works whether you're on a team or not. I right. Mean, yeah. I used to say the Absolutely. same thing. Like, yeah, I'm new, but here's the thing. I'm connected to a great team of people. This is my broker. This is my support structure. And uh, and I'm hungry, ambitious, and available because I don't have 500 clients. So I'm here for you. Um, that's good stuff. Uh, like I said, Jay, I look forward to you starting <laughs> the show. Yeah, maybe um, how about this real quick? What are you guys current? Because I want to get to this. Um, we're new and we're struck. Uh, it's hard to be new. I want to talk about that a little. Not, not new, young. Yes. And we're kind of touching it already. But I did want to ask, like, what are you? So what are you currently focusing on? Like, what are your on, on any given week right now? What are your activities that you're doing that you're focusing on? What is your maybe even touch on if you know what your archetype is like? Where you're, where you think you need to focus, um, what lead generation and what learning. So, what are you focusing on right now? Let's, I'll, I'll go. Yeah. Uh, so the things we focus on. So Kyle's really big on Zillow. So since most of the people we know either are going into the college dorm room or they're not looking for a home, we have to depend on someone else, our team. And a good thing Kyle has a bunch of leads that he brings to us that we go through his rejected leads, all his old leads, and he lets us go like that. And as we're growing into adults, it's still like we're 18, 19. So we're still trying to figure out who we are. You know, we're trying to figure out who we are. And that's the thing that's probably the hardest is figuring out who we are and how we can be our best self in real estate. Because who I am on the outside is have to be who I am on the inside. You know, I'd have to put myself out there to a place. But to answer your question, uh, going through Kyle's leads, talking to all the people I know, anybody that I know, you know, I'm an agent now, you know, if you love me, you'll buy a house for me, you know, stuff like that. Is that so, what you're saying to them? Yes. Every time, every time. Uh, <laughs> But don't be surprised when someone that yeah. loves you doesn't yeah. buy from you. Yeah. Buy with you <laughs> because gonna, a lot of the happen. times. Yeah. Because unfortunately, the people that love you are the ones that know you the best. Mm -hmm. And that means they know that you were working and yeah. come and go three weeks ago. So, <clears throat> or whatever it was. Yeah, so so uh, you got to earn yeah. respect from those people right. as a professional. It takes mm -hmm. time. But yeah, I think just getting our name out there. Like Cole's really good on uh, social media wise. He can really 
be himself on his platform and getting his name out there. TikTok boss. Yeah, he's he's the guy right there. And then you could just tell by sitting with Samantha for a little bit that she's really passionate about what she loves and what she does. And then I'm just taking that and I'm just going with it because I'm trying to figure out who I am and how I can be my best self in real estate. So what I heard is you're focusing on the Zillow leads that you're getting. You're, you're actually not, um, you're trying to resurrect yeah. some leads that died. Yeah. So you really are kind of working, you're working on the scripts of how to like yes. reach out to people, the prospecting, straight up prospecting of, of leads and incubation. Yeah. And then it sounds like your database. Yeah, yeah. So okay. my SOI. Yeah. And how about you? What are you focusing on? Yeah, I think when I came in, I had a little bit of wishful thinking, um, thinking I could just hang out in more of a, like a networker space. Because, you know, I know a lot of people in Boone, but Boone's a small community. Yeah. Um, and so I've kind of tried to enter more of that converter space, um, whether that's through social media, online leads, um, stuff like that. So I think I've, I've just tried to, tried to broaden my my view on things and not try to focus so much on the community. I still focus on it and I still, you know, I'm still active. I still go talk to people that I know and mm -hmm. network, but at the same time, I'm trying to get into more of that. Where did space. your sales come from? Uh, so my first one was a lead that Ethan gave me. Okay. Um, I started by sh showing them a few houses. Was it like a referral from him or like a, a online? Lead it was, I, it was more of a referral. Um, okay. I, I was showing houses for him, okay, um, and it turned into I was doing so much with them that um, he kind of just ended up splitting it Got with it. me. Um, and then my second one was actually a family member who's awesome. back from Texas. Okay. They knew you were new. They knew you were young. Yep. They trusted you. Yes. How'd you do? I think I did great. Love we're it. Gonna, we'll see after I when you get, get the a review, review from him. <laughs> <laughs> and what, so, um, so you're still trying to figure out your, your lead generation space. And you like the networker space. And, and this is the thing. In the first year, you, know, you got to, the idea is to identify what, where your passion is and where your skills are. But in the first couple of years, beggars can't be choosers. Like right. you got to go play in all the spaces. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to take what I can get yeah. where I can get it. And then where it's starting to work best for me is where I'm yeah. going to go hang out. Perfect. How about you? Uh, for me? Well, I just joined Op City, so I'm excited to see how that works. Okay. Um, and then I would say I, I'm weird. So I love cold calls. Like I just love calling people. I love calling, um, for sale by owners and just talking with them and seeing if I can get in front of them. Uh, Why? What is that? Like, where does that come from? I don't know. I, I just like making conversation and that type of stuff doesn't scare me. Not afraid. Maybe door knocking. Eh, it depends. Cause I might run into someone's <laughs> mom from high school. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the weirdest part about still being in Ames yeah. and, doing college and doing real estate is like I grew up with a bunch of people and that's good in a way but it's also like you know you're a little shy in some areas but cold calling yeah I like that so, so I, I look at for sale by owner I, I continuously check it um have you done anything with for sale by owner I have I've, I like I haven't gotten anywhere with it obviously okay. but what's um, your game plan how do you how do you work a FISBA I call them, text them, say, can I set up a time to come in and um, view your home just so I can get a little bit more information on it? Uh, okay. Maybe I'll have, you know, a client for you. Um, that might be a little bit of a lie. Uh, but, well, so well I always have a, I always that. have a, they don't know. But I'm, so long as there's a, a maybe. So the, the yeah. big never lie. No, yeah, right. Um, but the truth of the matter is that previewing the property makes a lot of sense. Yeah. They would want you to. They right. should want you to. And if they say, well, do you have a buyer? The answer is, well, potentially, I haven't seen the property. And right. we are a big team. And yeah. we have a lot of people every week yeah. at our team meeting that might have a buyer. Right. 
And so, yeah, you're not lying. Yeah. And so that's like the way that I get my foot in the door with them. And okay. then I'll, I'll, I'll come, you know, with a few presentations ready. Um, at first, this is a funny story. I didn't have access to any of the stuff. Yeah. Um, the present presentations wise. So I went in and made a Canva. I like spent an hour on it and oh. <laughs> I printed it out and gave it to him. Passion. But now I laugh uh, because you got to learn. Um, it's just, yeah, you got to figure that stuff out a piece yeah. at a time. Can I make a suggestion though? What? Don't show up with a presentation. No, mm. not like a long one, just like a little flyer. Yeah. You can bring that, but even that makes it look like you came to sell them something. You're right. Show up, shake their hand, give them their card look at their house, ask them questions, get to know them, thank them, and leave. Okay. And then follow up with something helpful and insightful, maybe some insight on pricing, maybe some recommendations on what they could be doing differently to showcase their property, maybe some recommendations about their marketing or um, allow that first opportunity to be where they go, she's different Yeah. on a relational level. Yeah. The minute you show up, with a with something that's a sales pitch on they that know. first meeting, then your first call was a deceit. Yeah. Show up and do what you said you were gonna do. Yes. Preview the property. Yeah. Learn about them, figure out where they're at, understand their head. And uh and you know, if they ask questions about you and what you do, then sure, open the conversation. But I think um, you know, whatever tools you show up for, like if you show up with a hammer, you're gonna be looking for nails. Yeah. And so I would say show up with um, show up with your head and your heart at a FISBO presentation at meeting, and uh, and you'll given what I know about you so far you'll you'll stand out, but don't go present. I think that's a good angle. Further. I needed to hear that. Good. I think some other people might need to hear that. Too. <laughs> it, what's beautiful about it too is it takes all the pressure off you because now that you wake true. up in the morning you you don't have to go win anything. You got to go meet three or four people and get to know which of them have an open door and find a way to actually help them and offer value before you ask them for anything. So, um, uh, this is great, love it. Um, so let's, let's shift to success. I, I wanna know a little bit of what you guys think success looks like. So, um, well, I'll just ask that question. So what, what does success look like? What's success for you? Samantha, why don't you go first? Um, I wouldn't say, you know, typically people would say, oh, say, you know, sales is my success, but that's really not what it is here at Century 21. It's more about building relationships, one, with the people around you that you work with, and two, um, clients or future clients, you know. Um, yeah. I don't know where I was going with that. You're saying I'm not focused on a measurement of success oh, based right. on sales. Right. But I success for me success. is building these relationships with these yeah. people. Like, yep. Yep, you still Show, need the showing sales. up. The sales show, pay the, the bills. Sale, yeah, the sales will come with it. The sales yeah. come with the relationships, but showing up every day and uh, trying your best to me is success because someone who is classified as successful, are they successful though or were they just handed a good opportunity? You're talking about Cole? Um, no, <laughs> 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 What's success look like for you? That's a good response, by the way. You're focusing on... Um, I would say more of the, not abstract, but the, um, yeah, not like I want to build a relational business that's focused on people. And I presume there'll be some sales and I need the sales, but that's not my principal focus right now. Right. How about you? I think there's a lot of ways to measure success. And, um, you know, I see stuff on social media all the time. People go up to somebody who doesn't look like they have a lot of money and they'll be the happiest person ever. Mm. So 
for me, it's not about the money. It's how happy can I be? Mm. How happy can I make other people? Um, so yeah, I think, I think happiness is just like the biggest, the biggest thing in life. If you, you know, money's not going to create happiness. It's great. I think money's great. It doesn't hurt. Um, it can definitely help make you happier, but I, it's not, for me, it's not about going and making millions and millions and millions of dollars or anything like that. Mm. It's about happiness and having a happy family and <laughs> just making everybody happy. That's cool. Um, yeah, we should just end it there. <laughs> Are we done? <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> What's success look like for you? Um, you're, a pretty, you're a pretty driven guy. Got a lot so, of passion. Uh, six depends. Are we talking long term or short term? Uh, either way, I'm interested how you would uh, define it. So, long term success would be able to provide for all six of my sisters and my mom, and my father, to be dependent on me alone. Short term wise, business. Well, that's like family wise, but business wise, where my whole business is off straight referrals, where. People love me enough to refer me out to someone that they're close with and that they trust, that they trust me enough to put me in a position to help someone else. So once my business comes straight from referrals, I, I feel like that that would be the peak of my career. And uh, I'll be able to buy Century 21 from you. <laughs> I look forward to that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> well, it comes with a podcast studio. Yeah, so yeah. you'll, uh, you'll be in good shape. Guys, that is so cool. A relational business, a happy outcome like a happy world like contentment meaning like and a referral based business sounds like you've been coached by some pretty good people like you think it, or are you just saying that because you trained them since you trained all of them who do you think was the best i think kyle's the best but that's just me personally uh, i didn't think i trained kyle 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 i'll give him his own success i just provided a support structure to help kyle build a better business so who do you think was the best, though? Well, we're not going to... This is a little bit of rock and water, okay? <laughs> um, no, I love those answers. And um, <clears throat> so, and you already kind of played on this question. Um, but, like, what what do you... Have you figured out... Because I get asked this a lot. What are the ingredients to success? Are you good, by the way? Schedule. Um, uh, what do you think makes a successful agent? Oh, that's a deep question. Um, well, you're watching these guys around you. They're all kinds, right? They're all different. I think the thing that makes a successful agent is definitely follow-ups. Okay. Uh, follow-ups is really, really important because you could talk to a client that's 50-50 on the fence and then two weeks later they buy a house. So following up with, uh, that's what I've that's what I've seen just by being, in, being here and being in the environment that follow-ups are really huge and just getting people to love you for you. You know, it's not about being... A salesperson if you just go to anybody a salesperson they're not going to really like you long term because you want them that's why i'm a referral business because if you like me now you can like me long term you may be 10 years from now when you want to sell your house you come back to me instead of me just giving you a sales pitch for five minutes and you sell your house and so well, like more that. importantly in that 10 years on the way send you all the people they know that want to buy and sell exactly right um, uh yeah to build on that um i would say effort you know going yeah. that extra mile can you repeat the question again? I had a good answer, and then what makes well, effort's a good agent. answer. But what do you think the ingredient to success is? And you said effort. Yeah, I, that's a good answer. But I, I was gonna you can do go better. a little deeper. Well, go ahead. Yeah. Now's the time. Now I blanked though. <laughs> <laughs> you can jump in anytime. Interrupt, Cole. Okay. Uh, I think mentality, um, keeping yourself in a good state of mind, can help you with your effort. Um, can help you with your attitude and overall those those things are going to compile together and really help build 
build success. So I think mentality overall is just like the biggest thing that is just right above all those other things. That's something you've always kind of, is that like intrinsic to you? You're a big mindset guy or? or? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think whenever I've had a good mentality about something, I've always had the outcome that I wanted or a better outcome compared to, you know, a math test in school. I thought, Oh, I'm not going to do very well. I didn't do very well. I didn't Something do well like no matter what mindset. <laughs> <laughs> but I but, agree with what you're saying. Yeah, no, I think mentality is just going to help you. So what made you have the mentality you do have now? What was the change? I don't know if there was ever a change. So you all, you think you've always been thinking like this? Can do. Yeah, just always, you know, always having a can do attitude. Like I think not, a lot com- of that, not coming into yeah. something like I can't do this. Yeah. Not in that math test. <laughs> <laughs> that one math test. <laughs> you know, when you get older and older, you stop using math tests as examples for things because I haven't done a math test in a heck of a long time. Man, I suck at math. I'm still doing them, so. Good at you. You're really good at figuring out 3% of something, though, aren't you? Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the math we get good at. Uh, those are good answers. They're not what I would expect to hear. Um but they're actually better. They're like deeper in the, well, follow-up is about, well, we call it the four referability habits. Do what you say, finish what you start, say please and thank you, and show, uh, show up on time. Um, did I say that one already? No. no. Show up no. on time, finish what you, do what you say, finish what you start, and say please and thank you. Um, but follow-up is about like, you got to be on it. You got to be consistent. Like it doesn't, it didn't happen on the first request yeah like and there's a long incubation period for some of these people and um this is fun effort i love like it is you got to climb that mountain and especially in that first couple years right and uh i think there's people that come in that think they can this is going to be one well uh, hgtv you mentioned right yeah (laughs) it all looks so pretty and cool it's not that pretty and cool. No. There's a no. heck of a lot of work that goes into Let's backstage. ask you that question. What do you think makes an success? successful Well, I agent? definitely think those three things do. <laughs> um, um, I, I also would add, um, for my definition of success, I believe the right philosophical approach to this business. I think the, the number one problem in our industry is a transactional approach to this, this business. People are leads. Leads should be converted. Conversions should be sold. Checks should be cut. And then we move on to the next set of leads. That's fire. And what we have to develop is a different mindset about these human beings, these people that are doing the largest transaction of their life. And if I wake up in the morning viewing it as a privilege and an honor to earn the respect and trust of people who are going to entrust me with that big of a, a transaction... I need the gravity of that. I, I need to show up realizing how much I've got to put in to win their trust and then how how much I better carry that ball like it's the only one I've got. You know what I mean? Um, every client should be treated like they're the only client. And, uh, and that's, that's a privilege. That's my biggest fear is, you know, getting to a place where you have all these clients and you, you can't give them that certain uh, attention yeah. that you would give if you only had one client to deal with. So and I think that's, that's a, you reach that point, sorry, and yeah. you you start a team. You start referring out to team members. You start referring out to team members or, that are, and you train those team members or you to treat a, those people like you would treat them. Yeah, that's one option. Or you get great administrative support. Yeah. And you get a client services coordinator and you get, you know, for me, I got Anna early, early on. 
um, Anna was my kind of second hand when we started. And, um, you know, different people have different models. So some of it's referrals to teams. Other it's like Megan Mitchum. She, she has Nicole and they work hand in hand with their clients. So, um, you know, Henry Ford didn't build the first car. That's not what he did. What he did was he built the production line and he mm -hmm. figured out the vision of labor and he figured out how people could be experts in their respective fields. And so team has a lot of different iterations, right? And there's beautiful, amazing people out there with talents different than yours. And if you can figure out how to bring them in. And so um, I think you're on the right track. But back to my, I, just to nail that thing down, like I think it's about a philosophy and I think it's about putting people before transactions. And we talk about it ad nauseum here, but I actually think it is the hinge upon which this whole industry has to shift. Not just like you and your sales, but realtors need to go away unless they figure this out. You got to fall in love with the customer and their outcomes. And we've been too busy selling stuff to actually work on creating value for buyers and sellers in the biggest transaction that people ever do in their lives. Make sense? Yeah. Um, and hopefully you guys have heard that before. Hopefully that was in our marketing pieces and our recruiting conversations and Ericus. And that's when Ethan says relationships first, like that's who we are. That's who we're looking to partner with too. So hopefully it resonates because if it doesn't, you're in the wrong place. <laughs> um, that was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk real quick. We've got about 10, 15 minutes left. Uh, man, you guys, I feel like we could talk for hours, right? Yeah. Always been um, an hour already? I, it's, it has. I, I wrote here in quotation marks, license to sell, but not drink. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. So, you know, all I, have a fun, I have a funny thing about this. So our, our awards ceremony in April yeah. was one of the first like company-wide events that I went to, and they had some like People's Choice Awards going on. Be careful. We're being recorded here, okay? And <laughs> one of these one of these people's choice awards was most likely to get ID'd at the bar. <laughs> oh, you I hope you won. I I tied with somebody, but I mean I've only been here for a month and people already knew. Like oh, I was <laughs> just looking at me, they could tell. We're designated drivers. So. <laughs> um so you guys are young and we've already covered that and we know it. And you're not afraid of it. You're all pretty brave. Um, but you're also got to be smart enough to recognize that that's going to be not an obstacle, but it's going to be a challenge as you move forward. And you're not the first people to do that. Like I said, I was 22. So, you know, I remember I wore a suit and tie to work every day wow. for the first several years. And I did it because I wanted to look the part. Now, I'm not saying you should do that. I'm saying I'm not going to do that. No. That'll look pretty nice. <laughs> <laughs> that was how I overcame my youth. Um, I said what you said. I said, uh, I don't know the answer to that, but I'll get it to you. And then I followed up. The other thing I remember, I, I'm, I'm teeing up a question here, but I remember this is a silicone ring that I wear now, but my gold ring that I got when I got married, because I was like 24 when I got married. I remember when I got that ring, I would like intentionally like make sure it was visible <laughs> at, at listing presentations. Cause I'm like, you know, now I look legit, right? At yeah. least I'm married and young. Um, but what I'm getting at is, you know, I knew I had to compensate um, for my youth in order to win the trust of these people that were going to hopefully give me their business. So how are you guys going about, 
either compensating or accounting for your youth. Some of it you've kind of covered in some of those scripts. And um, But what else would you add to that? I'll go first. So the thing that I do is I turn a negative into a positive. My okay. lack of experience should be a good thing. Just meaning that I'm so eager to learn that I will do everything that I can to learn and help you to the best I can. Like like uh, Samantha said that, I forgot what she said, but she said <laughs> something I liked. Um, <laughs> That since we don't have a lot of business going, that we're going to dedicate ourselves to you. And yeah. just since we don't have a lack of experience, we turn that into a positive thing that yeah. we don't know anything. So we're going to give our best and our all. We're going to do as much as we can to help you. And I think we do that with every our first clients. And that's what's going to separate us from the more experienced agents and the ones that don't have the problem with being young. Yeah. You're turning your youth into an asset. Yes. Okay. What else? Okay. I don't, God, yeah, that was a great point. I think... Yeah, I don't know. I don't have much to add to that, I don't think. Um, well, you're not wearing a suit and tie, right? <laughs> I'm not wearing a suit and tie. I mean, I... You you used team I, earlier. You said I used my team. Yeah, I used, a, my, I used the my team behind me, their experiences um, and their accomplishments to my advantage. So that's another thing Ethan talked about when I was meeting with him. He said, you know, you're so young, but you can tell people, hey, our team has helped this many families in the last two years. And just making it more about the people around you rather than focusing on yeah. yourself. I think the thing about you is that even though you're young, you're, the way you think about everything, the way you, your mentality shows more than your age. So you may look young, but you think way older than you are. So to some people looking outside, you may look 18, but this guy's thinking like a 20-year-in agent. So that, I think that's the thing that separates you more, even though the team part is good. But the way you think about things is way more experienced than someone would then you go off to be, you know what I'm saying? So I'm glad you. Think yeah, that. I'm glad you think that. I'm glad. I uh, look. Don't do anything with this. This is just me thinking out loud. I'm a marketer naturally, um, and I was a big listing agent. So everything was about sitting in front of people and talking through what I do for them and how I do it. First page of my marketing presentation, if I'm in your shoes, would be what I believe and what I stand for and why I'm a part of a team. Next thing would be why I work as hard as I do. And it'd be a picture of my daughter. And uh, I think that would be like wearing a suit or a ring. But uh, it's a, you don't want to leverage your family, right? But at the same time, it is why you're here. It is why you're yeah, working Yeah, absolutely. Hard. And so, yeah, I, I think there's, that's an, another example of turning, rock your youth and your story, leveraging that as, because this is, this is, and it's sincere and it's real. Like, I don't know, just a thought. I appreciate that. That's a good Yeah. Um, how about you? What's, uh, what are you? Are you actively doing anything to compensate for your youth? Or are you just uh, go? I dress for success. There we go. And I got to stop telling people that I'm in college because they look at me and go, oh. You, you don't need to lead <laughs> with that. Yeah, no. And I off, like I start, I do. So oftentimes I Why do. Why do you? I don't know. It's just like one of the facts about me, I think. Are you trying to get it out of the way in case they find out? No, I don't, I don't think so. I don't know. I, I think it's just... Because people ask, oh, who are you? Like, what do you do yeah. when you meet someone? Yeah, there's well, lots of things about me that I don't need to tell people. Yeah, yeah. And I that, that's been something. Because that yeah. was, when I said that, that's when I got the response of, oh, well, how many showings have you yeah. done? And then I, I won his trust by the end. And yeah. I could see that. But um, Well, yeah. I think that I love the dress for success. And dress for success is leading with what you want people. And, and guys, it does matter. Like how you present yourself 
people are not as smart as they as we think they are. We're just animals. And we are impacted by first impulses and impressions subconsciously more than we think. And there's something about someone that's dressed right that looks like they're a professional. Roger Wheeler, when I was wearing those suits, was wearing flip-flops and shorts. <laughs> but he'd earned the right to do yeah, that. Yeah. And, um, and I, you know, today is a different culture than 20 years ago. So suit and tie, probably too much. Uh, but looking the part, looking like a professional, I think it's a big thing. I know we're pressed for time, but I got a good way to end this out. Uh, set us a goal for all three of us. So next time we have this podcast, let's see how much we have achieved since that goal has happened. So what do you want from us three? It could be transactional wise or relationship wise, uh, a goal that all of us can, uh, that you think all of us should strive to achieve. So next time, so this is how I get the next podcast. We're, next I time think we have a podcast. We're all laughing in the room because <laughs> we told Jay at the beginning of this that he couldn't take over because we knew he would. I think the goal is to have Jay hosting this by next oh, time. Man. How many yeah. sales you want to see? I'm just looking for that purchase agreement for the company that you're going to send me. <laughs> um, no, I don't, I don't think I want to set you a, a goal goal like that in terms of production. I. You know, what's beautiful about this business is you're all on a different trajectory and some of you are going to take longer and some are going to get there quicker. Uh, I think the goal is more um, uh, qualitative, right? Uh, you you got to make the right progress for you this year. You got to figure out, you said, I don't know who I am yet, right? You got to figure out who you are. You got to work through, you got to build that diversified lead stream. You got to fill your funnel um, and you got to have, you got to be able to look me in the eye and say, everyone that I served, whether they ended up working with me or not, I gave it 100%. And I, 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 um, I took the high road, I went the extra mile, and I put relationships before transactions. And like whether you then do that for the next six months and sell zero houses or do that and sell 10, you're going to end up winning. Does that make sense? Yeah. So for me, that's kind of where I sit. I'm a bad sales manager. Because a good sales manager would be holding you accountable to some kind of metric. But I think I can build a good business. Yeah. And I can help you build a good one too. And it's because that's more about chasing the bigger goal, the big, hairy, audacious one. Um, and so I'm more about hearts and minds. I want, you, I want you focused and passionate on people. And I think you're already there. And that's why you guys are here today. Yeah. Um, and then I think the numbers will, will come. You stay focused on those numbers, though, because <laughs> you got to know what drives you, too, right? Everyone's driven by something slightly different. But We'll work on that for the next podcast. Um, so, like, you know, I, I wrote here, fake it till you make it. No, that's what I was going to say. Like, when I, you know, I dress for success and I act like I know everything, when in reality, yeah, there's, a, there's a lot I don't know. Well, and, and with that, be humble right? and be patient, because, but, but also be a fervent, passionate student. Like someone has all these answers. And so, like, I don't know, example. There should never be a month that you don't watch the KCM report. There should never be an opportunity to shadow someone that you don't go take that opportunity. Like these guys that have been ahead of you, they've, They've got all these answers. Like they, with great sweat and blood and tears, learned what you could learn easily. You can get it cheap. You just got to be someone that's willing to learn from someone that's ahead of you. And I think you are. And so, but that's about being humble. So we fake it, but deep down, we're always hungry to be learning from people around us. And like, yeah, you, you don't lose if you approach life and business with that kind of mindset, right? 
Um, so it's like this weird balance, right? Fake it till yeah, you make yeah. it, but also, hey, like I'm I'm new and I'm younger, and like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hide it. I'm not gonna lie. I'm just gonna dress nice. <clears throat> um, so yeah, I uh, let's close out with this. Let's close out with just some rapid fire, but you got to be rapid, Jay. You wow. got you got to you got to slow down a little bit though, Jay. Okay, okay. Yeah, but rapid fire, like short, <laughs> short answers. Okay, so we'll just we'll just oh, oh. we'll just go around real quick, and we'll do each one. So, um, just first thing that comes to mind. You ready? Okay, and I'm gonna start. I'll start with you, and we'll go around, and then we'll we'll switch direction. Perfect. So, what am I currently most excited for? Um, learning. Okay. Oh, oh. No, no, no. That was great. Great answer. Yeah, learning. I would also say learning. When you both say that, though, what, what's, what, what, what are you thinking of? What are you picturing? Learning what? Learn how to be a better agent, be a better me. Okay. How to, anything about the transaction that will make it smoother next time. Yeah. Um, experience. I, I think what goes along with learning, but I know we all lack that. And yeah. it's something that we need. Failing, be too. Being, I'm excited to fail because that's where you learn the most. Yeah. Yeah, you, you that's, uh, yeah, that's true. What is it? You you miss a hundred percent of the shots that you don't, don't take, take, right? Right. <clears throat> so you gotta be willing to you gotta be willing to fall. Put yourself out there. Um, those are great. Love it. Um, what am I what am I most afraid of? And I'm talking about in the business, so like don't say spiders or something. <laughs> Cole had a spider on him when he walked in. I said don't say spider. <laughs> <laughs> what what are you most afraid of? Um I'll go. Failing. Yeah. You know? Like I, I'm ambitious and, and, and I want it, but you know, in the back of your head and you're thinking, oh, well, there's also a big fail rate in real estate. So, so when you say fail, you mean like capital F fail, like yeah, not, no, not yeah. make it in the business. Right, right. Is it a good thing? Is it a healthy fear or an unhealthy fear? Uh, no, think? I think so to a certain extent. I don't think it needs to become something that makes you yeah. have anxiety over it, but I think it's something that you need to have you. in the back of your head. Yeah. yeah. If it drives you, it's good. If it slows you down, it's bad. Right. Yeah. How about you? Becoming a stat. <laughs> Same thing then, huh? Uh, yeah, it's just, you know, they tell you, oh, 80% of realtors fail after the first year. I don't want to be part yeah. of it. The good news is 80% of them never should have been let in in the first place. Yeah. And the fact that you're with us, uh, you're already ahead. So, uh, Becoming lazy. Becoming, the uh, thing I'm scared about most is becoming lazy and not trying to push myself every day. I think that's probably the biggest thing. And I think I... Thinking success doesn't end, so probably right there. So like being, being complacent, yeah, or like getting in a huh? getting being in my comfort zone. But thinking do you, that, do you yeah. think that's a real danger for you? You think that's in your blood? Like you could become lazy? No, I never. But you know, but it's if, what you it's what you run away from not, with all your. I'm not really scared of anything, but if I had to be, it would definitely be that. Spiders. Yeah. <laughs> I grabbed it off your shirt. Well, yeah, he did grab it off his shirt. It was a black one. Be calm, bro. Okay. This is this is weird. Don't take it the wrong way. But when I grow up, I want to be. Can't Famous. say a realtor, but like I'm asking, what'd you say? Famous. The Famous? Song, the song. Yeah. I'm, uh, is that a song? Yeah. I didn't know that. Sorry. So when I grow up, I want to be. The best me I can be. Love it. Family man. Love it. My mom. You want to oh wow. Make sure she listens to this. Can I can I ask uh, what about her? Um, she well, I I'll do this short story. She she's sick right now. She uh, had flesh eating bacteria, and she mm -hmm. was in a coma for three months when I was in third grade. And they gave her one year to live. Um, and 
she's on oxygen now and she's you know she's still getting worse but every day she shows shows up with the best attitude and is just continuously you know sharing the gospel and just doing everything she can for our family even though she has every excuse to lay in bed and do nothing so you think she's the reason that you go the hardest is for yeah, her yeah yeah for that's, sure that's dope bro yeah you guys had great responses on that one um uh my goal for 2023 i know his answer sell a rookie, house rookie yeah yeah that's that's definitely uh, we have a little competition hey, yeah. going but we're on coming there. into it a you little late because it. it didn't start in january well, but you got a full year. Rookie of yeah. the year, we give a full year of production. So you've actually, you technically so could the win year it. 2023 is our. Yeah, that's, our you could, you could win it the whole of next year. Yeah, yeah I'm going to win it. So. Okay, okay. well, watch we'll out because we'll I've also been that. thinking about it. Oh, this is going to be fun. That's the thing that three will cause me. Goal for 2023. You better, you better not say it. <laughs> no, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> um, damn, I'm bad on the spot too. Uh, just bettering myself. Okay. Uh, yeah, learning as much as I can and continue to take small steps to reach that end goal. Goal. I'm gonna be honest. Sell another house. Yeah. Like I need to have, you know, ain't I need that, to keep going. Ain't wrong. But I'm not gonna focus on it too much, obviously, because then that's where the numbers come in and you get in your head. Well, I hope you sell one more. House oh, I I pray. But no, you know what I mean. Yeah. So get that number up. Meaning just like one more sale at a time. Is yeah. That, is that yeah, what you're saying? Yeah. Just yeah. focus, so focus on, on the next focus sale. On the next okay. Uh -huh. And remember, focus on the next sale, but also focus on the activities you need to do to get there. Yep. It'll keep you grounded. Teenagers on me. What? What'd you say? Everybody in. Oh, are we ending? Well, we're not done yet. Oh, yeah. I, I one more. <laughs> He's ready for Trying lunch. to end it early. <laughs> no, I got one more question for you, and then we can do your, yeah, your chant yeah. breakout. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, we call this the R factor question. We learned this a while ago, but it's about looking forward, but it's actually about looking back five years from today. So think about this. You'd all be 24. I'd be old. You'd be <laughs> five years from today. We're looking back and we're all together, the four of us, and we're reminiscing. Maybe we're doing another podcast and we're looking back on today. And what would have happened? Where would you be? What would be true? At that point, looking back for you to be happy with your progress. Looking back and being able to, I don't know, maybe laugh in a, in a way. Like, why was why were you scared of this? <laughs> why were you scared of, the, yeah. like, what were your worries? And being able, you know, building five years of rapport and hopefully getting to that point where you're getting referrals and looking back and saying, I think, like, uh, hey, you made it. What were you so worried about? I think the thing will be accepting my mistakes and my failures because even if I get, like, someone that rejects me, I'm always trying to think, what did I do wrong? So being able five years from now to be able that that stuff's going to happen, being able to accept failure, that's probably it. So being a little more at peace, it yes, sounds like? Yes, yes, because even if someone tells me no, I'm going to be like, what did I do wrong? Why didn't you choose me as your agent? Yeah. What didn't make me stand out? Well, I hope you guys get there in five years because I'm 40 freaking three and I'm still not quite there. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, great responses. Uh, for me, I would say if I'm looking back, I would hope that I didn't give up. Um, I could have a few excuses, you know, to knock it out of bed some days, but... Um, we won't let you give up. Right. We got you. Right. Thank you. But yeah, that that's... Yeah, don't give up. Keep going. Man. You guys have been terrific today. This was really, really fun. Thanks. You've been an amazing host. Yes. I've had some practice. Co-host <laughs> Jay over here. Yeah, oh, I'm the yeah, co-host. I don't even... Yeah. <laughs>
Um, well, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll. I'm not sure what we're doing what we here. Put your hands. Put your hands. Just put do your hands. Do we do like a? It's like, like teenagers when you're on me. Teenagers on three. Teenagers. Te- teenagers. <laughs> I don't okay, my hands out. Okay. I don't want to do that. So right. teenagers on three. Teenagers on three. One, two, three. Teenagers. Good yeah. golly. That Adult. actually happened. <laughs> we knew it was going to be colorful and fun. So. Yeah. But you guys did a great job. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Thanks. for having us. Thank you for joining us today. For more episodes, resources, and show notes, head to morethanmorepodcast.com. 